But in the new series, it stars um, Erskine and uh, and Glover. We get to see how they got recruited. Um, the fact that they both tried out for the CIA, the FBI, and all those different organizations, but didn't quite make the cut. But they were built specifically and had the personality traits that would fit the Smiths organization perfectly. Peace and love, everybody. What up, though? It is your boy, Karan Joseph Riley. And we don't have my uh, gracious co-host with us today. She is caught up doing her thug thizzle in the other side of entertainment that she does so well, acting and creating her skits. Ernestine Morrison will not be with us today on this episode of Nice Watch. But I'm here and we're going to get to it. So let's get right to it. Now, look, I don't want y'all to judge me. But I, the movie I watched this week is Strays with Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell playing these two dogs. One of them is a terrier and one of them is like a, a little um, British bulldog with the little ears. And I put this on because I was at the house yesterday and I was like, let me just, I got like an hour and a half. I got in between stuff and I need to watch something so I can talk about what I'm watching on Nice Watch. So I put on Strays. Cause I don't know what it is about the world right now, but I feel like we need more funny and more laughter just in general right now, right? It's just so much going on that we can cry about, that we can be sad about. But when you get a movie that's just hilarious, like this was, Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell aren't they best as voiceover characters in The Strays. Basically, it was a story about a little terrier who had an owner. And uh, the owner was just really, really mean to him. As you would expect, sometimes those little dogs can tend to be a little, little ratty, in a sense. Now, don't, don't get all mad. Anybody at home that has a little dog. I'm just not a little dog person. Like if you see me walking around with a little dog, I have completely left my wife, left the kids, and I have lost my mind. And this is my 25-year-old girlfriend's dog, and I'm caught up, and my testosterone is low. All right, moving on from that. But anyway, Strays is this, it's funny as hell, man. Now, mind you, this ain't nothing you want to watch with the kids unless you are a free spirit like I am. Because it is a lot of profanity in this movie. I got to say, the dogs were cussing like crazy. And uh, Jamie Foxx's crew were a bunch of strays who took in this little terrier who was basically going on a, basically a, a fetch run because his owner was trying to get rid of him. It was pretty sad. Like The owner would drive far as hell from home, throw a ball, get in his car, and pull off. So the dog in his mind, thought it was a game. So he would keep bringing the ball back no matter how far he threw it away until one day the owner was like, you know what? Drove to a whole nother state. And that's where the Terrier ran into Jamie Foxx and his, and his little bunch of little strays. Now, what's funny is, is that it, 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 it kind of mirrors society in a way that the strays were the guys who didn't have the pressures of society. They could do what they wanted to do. It was just the whole freedom of being a stray. And they were able to just... Be of the world without taxes, without problems. I, I kind of looked at them as like maybe not even now. Don't get me again on this one. But homeless people, people always look at homeless people and be like, oh, I feel so bad for them. But here's the thing. A lot of those people that's homeless, they chose to be homeless. And thinking about it, it's a pretty free kind of li living if you can deal with living outside and not having a ready place to cook food or go to the bathroom. But really... It's pretty free. Like you can kind of do what you want to do if you're homeless. You ain't nobody looking for you to pay no bill. Ain't nobody looking for you to pay back no money. Ain't nobody bothering you. You know what I'm saying? So 
half glass, half glass, half full kind of guy. That's who I am. I'm a half full glass. I want everybody to see the positive side and everything. And I had to stop looking at homeless people in a way that, you know, they may be losing because they could be winning. And the people that's home paying bills, paying taxes and doing all of the rat race stuff, we could be the ones losing. I guess it all comes down to perception. But the perception of this terrier in strays was all about getting back to his owner until he got with Jamie and his crew of strays. And they kind of made him made him get woke in a sense. He kind of realized that his owner really didn't love him, didn't care about him. And this this dispatch game was really all bad. So they devised a plan to get back to the owner with revenge on their mind. So you got this whole little pack of stray dogs working their way back across state lines to find their way back to this terrier's owner. So in his words, he can exact his revenge. Now I'll leave it to what his revenge is going to be for you guys to tune in and check it out. But you got the whole synopsis, the brief overview of uh, what, what the story is about and hilarity that comes with these dogs making this journey back to this owner. I mean, they do drugs, they eat trash, they get uh, they get arrested by the animal control. It is just a funny, funny movie. And again, it's an adult funny. It's not it's not a kid funny. So don't sit down with your kids this weekend saying, hey, man, I just saw a nice watch. Quran said this is a great, funny movie. Let's watch it because then you're going to be like, oh, my God, earmuffs, earmuffs. I don't know if the kids are over here, over here, but earmuffs. Right. So that's that. Nice watch for Strays, starring Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell. Now, I'm going to do a public service announcement um, movie that we talked about on here briefly um, a couple weeks ago. And it's, the movie is Origin by Ava DuVernay. Now, I'm bringing this back up because it's still in the movies for a couple of weeks left. And I am imploring you to go get out this weekend before you go see Strays, because you can watch Strays when you get home and everybody's winding down, you just want to watch something funny. You're going to need to watch Strays after Origin because Origin is a little heavier, a little bit more dramatic, and it's definitely going to pull on your heartstrings because of the subject matter. Now, just to give you a quick overview of what Origin was about, again, just in case you didn't see the episode we talked about Origin, it is basically <coughs> excuse me, a, a movie, um, adapted movie from the book. Uh, called Cast. Now, everybody said this movie, this book was unadaptable, but the great Ava DuVernay, brilliant genius sister of, and director, um, she found a way to make this story um, be digestible and real and something that we could sit down and watch for an hour and a half, two hours. And she did an amazing job. Amazing job. This is the kind of movie that actually changes culture. These are the kind of movies that as a producer and an actor, I want to do all the time. And the fact that Ava has pulled this off, us as a community, if you look like us, if you look like anybody, I don't give a damn if you're black, white, yellow, pink, or blue. This movie's for you. Origin is for you. It's for everybody. This is the first movie I've seen in a long time that is actually speaking to everybody across all cultures. And that's why it's so, so powerful, because of the message. And if we all go to see this movie and we start to really digest what this movie's about, we really start to understand what the world is about and how we can get around it, and how we can change it and get to a better place for everybody. Not just blacks, not just whites, not just Chinese, not just everybody. Because it, it's, it's relevant. It's real. So, this weekend, definitely go to the movies if you can and see Origin.
support, 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 because the marketing is not behind this movie as it should be. Um, and I think I think that's part of the plan a little bit because I think of the impact this movie can have on the culture and in the world. And I, and everybody doesn't want to change because it's a lot of people winning in this world as it is now. A lot of money being made on a lot of broken souls and a lot of broken backs. And I think this movie is one of those movies that can help actually help you kind of make some self-corrections in yourself. It definitely made me re reassert and reassess um, my viewpoint on the world and my viewpoint on racism, my viewpoint on classism and my viewpoint on just overall, um, I guess the evil of, I'll never say the word, but supremacy, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give power to that word, but the supremacy of the world as it, as it, as it is. So strays, nice watch, hilarious watch, but not, uh, um, NC, uh, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for, Reese? Um, PG 13, PG. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not definitely not a PG movie that you want to watch with the kids. Teenagers, yes, they can handle it, but don't get don't get your five year old in there because if one of their favorite words could become fuck, something like that. Who knows? I don't even know if I'm cool to say it on here, but I said it. Boom, there it go. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes, 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 yes. I've watched that series, and I believe EJ and I were supposed to talk about that at some point. And I think I could talk about it now because I actually saw the whole series. Good, good uh, alley oop there, Reese. So, third review and final review, so we can get to the time without my co-host. It's really hard to go for 30, 40 minutes just by myself. And I never thought it was that hard until I had to start doing it. But check it out. The Mr. and Mrs. Smith that is now on also Amazon Prime starring Donald Glover and uh, Reese, you got the Google over there. Um, what's, our, what's my girl's name? Bear with me, bear with me. This was. M-A-Y-A. I think it's going to Mia. Maya. Maya. Is it, you say M-A-Y-A? Yeah, she's Asian. So it's probably me, Mia, Maya. Oh, M-A-Y-A. So it's probably Maya. Um, a lot of, a lot of, or, you know, Asian folks, you know, they sometimes they, they assimilate their names and get them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what was her name again? Don't you worry, I'm coming. <laughs> Mr. and Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Erskine, Mrs. Smith, yeah, yeah. Once I see it, I can tell you. Uh huh, uh huh. Found it, and here we are. Why we not? Can I get my information up like I need to? All right. So basically, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. If you all are familiar with the movie starring Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt film maybe what 15 years ago um that movie was basically a small clip of what this whole mr and mrs smith world is about which was really dope about watching the series for me is because i got to see the backstory of angelina jolie and brad's pitt's character from the movie because when we found them in the movie we didn't get all the backstory about their organization they work for 
Now, the organization they worked for was actually called the Smiths, where they would get random men and women, partner them up as Mr. and Mrs. Smith, John Smith, Jane Smith. And they were basically uh, counterintelligence, super spies, and they basically infiltrated society as a couple and would carry out missions from um, from their couple dome headquarters, right? And when we saw Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie in the movie, they were unknowing that they both worked for the Smith Agency at the time. But in the new series that stars um, Erskine and uh, <laughs> and Glover, we get to see how they got recruited. Um, the fact that they both tried out for the CIA, the FBI, and all those different organizations, but didn't quite make the cut. But they were built specifically and had the personality traits that would fit the Smiths organization perfectly. So it was really dope to see them put together and watch how it started. Because I, I, I'll be honest, man, the first two episodes, three episodes, I was kind of figuring out, like, why? Okay, I, I see why I could be Danny, it could be Glover. But why Erskine? Like, I, I didn't understand their, their, their matching of, of, of casting. But when it started to make sense, it, it started to make perfect sense because of their distinct personalities and their distinct uh, different backgrounds. They came together and they actually formed a pretty dope team as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And just like in the movie, they it got to a head and they ended up having to go battle each other at some point. But I'll leave the ending to that to you as well. It's uh, an eight, um, I think it's 10 episodes. Nope. Eight episodes, so you can pretty much binge it over the weekend if you really have nothing else to do. Um, if I'm in a binge mode, I like to do two or three episodes and then, you know, find something to do and get some other stuff done. But if you want to knock it out in, uh, in a weekend, you can. Each episode is roughly about an hour long, 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, they stay within that pocket. Some are like 45, some are 48. I think, I think the first episode may be 60 minutes to pilot, but... After that, they stay in that quick pocket. The episodes move fast. Um, throughout the whole season, you'll see little flashbacks from different missions. Very similar to the movie. Um, you remember in the movie, they were sitting in the counseling department, in the counseling, um, in the counselor's office, and they would tell different stories, and this is how we got into the actual movie and how it worked. It's very much the same way with the series. Of course, we got to see them actually meet the therapist because they actually became a couple in the movie in the show, I mean the series, and they fell in love. So now they're going to couples therapy as a real couple, but they can't tell the, the therapist exactly what they do because they might be talking about a mission and they can't give any details. So they got to talk around the mission, just like Brad Pitt and Angelina, Angelina Jolie did. Me personally, I started watching the movie again after I watched the series just so I can get a better uh, feel for it. And if you remember the movie, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Vince Vaughn, uh, Kerry Washington. It was it was a star-studded cast. Uh, Vince Vaughn was hilarious. Brad Pitt was charming as normal. Angelina Jolie was beautiful and and effective as her role. Uh, Kerry Washington, of course, gorgeous on point. And uh, this this series lived up to the movie, and I would dare to say took it another level and did an amazing job. So cheers to Don um to Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. You guys did a great job on this series. I'm looking forward to season two. Um, it looks like it's set up for season two, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully you guys get to go back to work and uh, shoot another exciting season of Mr. and Mrs. Smith because it has a lot of legs. It has a lot of room in there for um, for story. Even in this series, we got to meet another Smith couple, which was cool, right? Which gave me another, another um, 
another insight on the on the on the Smiths world. And I, and I and I love the way they did that in the series because in the series it's more long form storytelling, so you can get deeper into the story. In a movie, you got ninety minutes to you know two hours, and you got to condense the story. So it's a lot harder to make a movie and put it all in there versus do a eight to ten uh, episode season because now you got literally ten hours to tell a story that you basically told in two hours. Cinematography on the series was great. They shot they shot it well. You can tell it was a budget behind it. It looks like each episode probably was around a million bucks an episode, um, maybe more, give or take. Definitely a million dollars and up, though. I mean, just from the, the locations, the sets, the stunts, and the, and the explosions, it had to be a million over per episode. So if I'm looking at this total overall project, it probably ran $30 million to do it. Um, so it looks it's, it's a good investment. I, don't know, I know Donald Glover is a producer on it as well. I don't know if Maya is a producer, but I know Donald has his hands in that in that production area. So kudos to you, sir, for that part of it. And um, in a quick review, The Strays, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and get out and see Origin. Do Origin not for yourself, but for if you have kids, if you have siblings, if you have friends, and of course you have one of those if you are a human being. I think this is a, a, a movie that you can go see and you can really spark a great dinner party conversation based on this movie and i think as you get become a real adult you should be able to have great conversations at a dinner party and this is one of those movies that you can definitely start a great conversation on strays not so much i mean depending on what kind of dinner party you're at <laughs> but mr and mrs smith is also another nice watch so three nice watches this week that you can tune into you can get to i want you guys to hit us in the chats let us know exactly which one of these three you had a chance to look at next week when we tune in um, and let us know what you what you thought and tell us if we on point with some of the stuff we're talking about. Tell me if you guys are starting to look at some of the cinematography. Are you listening for sound? Are you are you paying attention to the sets? Are you paying attention to the soundtrack? Are there themes in the things that you're watching? Are you starting to watch TV and movies, um, TVs and film with a different eye? By watching our podcast, because we talk about it in different levels of of um, craftsmanship. You know, the, the, if we talk about the cinematography, the directing, performance, of course, um, the performance for all of these uh, movies was above board, top notch performances for everybody. Um, there is no bad watches this week, not even a so-so watch this week. These are all nice watches. And I implore you, if you're looking to be entertained this weekend. Tune in to any one of these three. Get your bus out and go see Origin. Support our sister Ava. Support uh, Andrew Ellis and 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 the, and the cast of that movie Origin because it's a story that needs to be seen and told, and we all need to see it. Um, I think that's gonna be it for us this week. How long? We, I mean, that's what twenty minutes. I don't even know. We, we need to throw some commercials or something in here, Reese. Um, you got any questions on any of these, Reese? That you can that that I can answer for you. American Fiction, absolutely. I saw American Fiction uh, starring um, my boy. Um, don't even do it to me right now. I got so many in my head. Um, I got it. Don't worry. It's coming. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is starring that Issa Rae, Jeffrey Wright. And now this is this is another movie that's up for, for Oscar season and um, all the awards season. I think it won a BAFTA just recently. And uh, it's going to be a, a contender in Oscar 
on the Oscar world in the, for Oscars this year. And I don't think it's going to win just because there's so many good movies in the Oscar run this year. Um, but it's definitely another movie worth the hour and 45 minutes that it would take from your life to watch. American Fiction is a movie based on uh author who Jeffrey Wright plays. He's a book right. He's a book a, a, a author and he's written a couple bestsellers, but now he's at a point in his life where his his book's not really moving and selling anymore because I guess the, the world has changed. Issa Rae's character on the flip side has written a book that is completely not like a literature masterpiece. It's, it's basically written in Ebonics and it's, it's basically, so let's just give, I'm going to make it really plain. Jeffrey Wright makes movies like the Godfather and um, boys in the hood. Shinders, some movies that have a message and, Books who have a message and books that can hold up against time. Issa Rae's character makes reality TV books all over the place, completely uh, raw and guttural, and those books are selling like crazy. So Jeffrey Wright's publisher and his uh, agent was like, look, man, we got to do something. So Jeffrey Wright basically just wrote, from his most blackest, <laughs> darkest, hoodest place he can write and basically created a new character for himself in writing this book because he just went straight hood, straight ghetto with it, man. And the book became a hit, right? So he grapples with the fact that this book has been become mainstream versus it's just not who he is. It's not what he want to represent. He doesn't want that to represent the culture. But this is what they want. This is what people are buying. This is what people are are akin to to digesting this time. And I think it's it's a really um, really interesting societal um, piece that you can really look at and really think like: Is our music doing the same thing? Um, is what we're seeing on TV in our culture doing the same thing? Is it is it trying to dumb us down even more? Is it trying to subliminally give us messages to, I guess, in a shorter way of saying it, is it is 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 it is this stuff designed to bring us down as opposed to rate rise raise us up? And I think this movie is about that, basically. You know, um, art versus strategic vibration lowering, I guess. I think I just came up with that vibration lowering because in Jeffrey's mind, his character's mind, books like this hurt our culture more than anything. And in Issa Rae's mind, it wasn't necessarily that she's seeing it that way, but she was also saying, look, our stories are our stories. We have a very diverse um, palette in our community. So yes, there are people who write like you and the people who tell stories like you, but there's also people like me who speak like me, who tell stories like me. So it's not necessarily um, showing a bad light on our culture, but it's giving a voice to a part of our culture who usually doesn't get a voice. So in that aspect, I can understand both of those characters' um, objectives and why they why they existed in the in, in the world of this story. But in a broader sense, it makes you have to question, really. What is the media doing to us nowadays? What is rap music saying to the youth nowadays? It's definitely different from the time I came up. I promise you that. 
It's definitely different. And we have to ask ourselves, what, what's really going on? Because if you look at American fiction, if you look at origin, you look at these kind of movies, you start to understand that there is an objective. There is an objective, and the objective is, means us no, no good. So I think all these movies are necessary. American fiction is definitely another movie that I would, I would tell you to watch as soon as possible. Um, I think it's still showing in theaters um, throughout the country in different, um, different pockets. So if you get a chance to check it out on the big screen, it'd, it'd be great. Oh, Michael, um, what's my boy's name? Played his brother. Brilliant. He got a lot of awards for it this year, too. Sterling K. Sterling K. plays Jeffrey Wright's brother. Basically um, came out of the closet as an adult. He's a very relatively successful man in the movie. Um, and he is hilarious. He is pretty much the guy who comes in and his role is to be the levity throughout the movie because everything else is, you know, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Then he comes in with the punchlines and the are you are you serious right now? Um, energy. And I think the movie is well done. The movie was well shot. Performance wise was amazing. You heard the names, Jeffrey Wright, Issa Ray, uh, Sterling K. I mean, how can you go wrong? I mean, I guarantee I'm missing about four or five other amazing. Oh, Erica, my girl Erica was in it. Um, what's Erica's last name? I know people so many by first names now. I don't even call you last names. Like, you know, Jamie and I've been on first name basis for years. I'm not gonna say Jamie Fox, but I know Jamie, so it's like Jamie. I won't forget Jamie Fox, of course. Um, Erica Alexander, Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, memory. Erica Alexander from, you know, you probably know her from her um, Living Single Days, but she is a powerhouse as an actress as well. She is um, one, of the, one of the sisters in this business that I have an ultimate respect for, for her, her body of work, her, um, her spirit, and her intention on why she's an artist and who she's representing when she, when she performs and works and does things. And um, really proud of her. See her doing her thug thizzle. She's probably one of the. And I, I met Issa. I worked with Issa before, so it's always good to see the people you worked with and touched, and you you know doing great things. And I think you should definitely um, check out American Fiction, man, and 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 check it out. It's it's definitely a nice nice watch. So four nice watches now. I feel like uh, Count Chocolate on uh, Sesame Street. That's one nice chocolate. Ah, 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 ah. Nice watch. Two nice watches. This is why we can't keep going without a co-host because then I just get crazy and start doing Count, Count Dracula off of uh, Sesame Street. Ah, 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 ah. But let's wrap it up. <clears throat> you guys got your, your marching orders for the weekend. Happy Friday. Um, again. We thank you for all your support. Put in the chats. Let us know what we can do better. Let us know if you got some movies you want us to review. We we can watch them and we can we can we can we can watch them. And, and stay tuned because EJ and I will be going around soon doing these live um, movie reviews at some premieres coming up this season. So it's gonna be a fun fun year for us at Nice Watch. We hope you guys stay with us. And if this is your first time tuning in, hit that subscribe button. Get into subscribing and also. Check us out on our own YouTube uh, page now. Nice watch in the cross. And of course, it's still under the Social Proof Network. Our great champion CEO and and and, and King David Shans is the proprietor and uh and and the and the visionary behind the Social Proof Network. And we are thankful for each and every one of you guys' eyeballs every time you pull up. And we are thankful for you guys' uh input. So until next week.
This has been another episode of Nice Watch. I'm Karan Joseph Riley, and I implore you to keep paddling.